Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. We're going to continue our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider with episode two of the Showa era, The Terrifying Batman. It was written by Masaru Igami and directed by Itaru Orita. And it aired April 10th, 1971, just seven days after the last episode. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, uh, a lot of kid shows were like, I remember not even kid shows, but it used to be that like things aired Monday through Friday or they aired on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. That now makes it's sense. just like this show cares on Tuesdays. This year it was on Wednesdays. This year it was on Thursdays. Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not crazy about that. You remember that? Is that, that what it seemed was? Um, well, I mean, for me, I, I didn't really watch much uh, broadcast television. Or usually, it'd be like reruns. Uh, and then I think when I actually started picking it up, it was uh, pretty close to the structure we have nowadays, where it's you know, t- tune in ten o'clock Thursday night for another episode of Law and Order or whatever the hell. Yeah, I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was always it used to feel like everything was five days a week, or it was Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Or so, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah, Friday and Saturday nights were like the prime time. Hmm. So, so how many how many seasons of Common Rider did you watch before uh, finally going all the way back to the Showa? Uh, Twelve. Twelve seasons. So you, you'd already seen several writers before we got to uh, Hongo. I, I yeah, I like like I said, I went to decade. Right, and then you watched all. But decade, but decade was only an anniversary of Heisei. So it started with Akuga. Um, it went back eventually, did other things and stuff. But that's what I saw when I like watched the trailer. And I'm like, oh. so I went back and I watched as much as I could Kuga all the way through Decade. And by that time, because I didn't like do that in an afternoon, by the time I got to um, back to Decade, I knew that there was the other ones, and so then I'd go back and watch it. And there's still some show that I haven't seen. Okay, yeah. Do you know? Quite, do you remember when it's gonna uh, be fresh? Um, for Common Rider, I think like 20 episodes in or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, so right now we're watching, uh, episode two and terrifying Batman. Yeah. I keep wanting to say man bat, but no, it's Batman. It's two words, two words. Yeah. Space. Yeah. Not even a hyphen. And I mean, it was the same thing with Spider-Man. Spider-Man was two words. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Bat. Man. Yeah. Um, so last we saw him. Well, I mean, two words in translated because there's no spaces in Japanese. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so so last we saw him, uh, he had just put in the not really unconscious, but you know, light as a feather, feather stiff as a board. Uh, what is her name? Rurika. Rurika. Yeah, Rurika. I Rurika. think it is. Yeah. Let's go with that. We'll find out in the episode if we were yeah. wrong. We'll come back and apologize. But. Uh, <laughs> So he just put her in the car. Tachibana drove off with her. And uh, so he's, he's struggling with his identity now, like what he's going to do. He's, his, a hu- he's a cyborg. And like there was a voiceover about the fact that he was like the lone person standing against Shocker. Yeah. So he's like his, his goal now is to take care of Shocker. And, and it also emphasized that uh, Rika still doesn't believe R- he didn't. Uh, yeah. Rika thinks, which is funny because 
Rika thinks that actually Hongo killed her father. Yeah, like deri- not like Common Rider. Yeah, like she thinks Common Rider is like this hero, and Hongo is a murderer. Yeah, Hongo himself. Yeah. This is usually usually with like the secret identity, it's like the other way around. Yeah, like they yeah. think that the superhero is the killer and stuff like that. No, she yeah. believes Hongo killed her. Yeah, father. so he doesn't he doesn't have that in where he can slowly. But there's uh, no like body or anything to prove it. No, because it disappeared into a. Now the poison dart thing I forgot to bring up last time we were watching it. That's not something I would have associated with a spider. Oh, you do you you don't you don't associate uh, acid that turns people into foam with yeah, a spider. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And and with that, I I can no longer guess what the Batman will do. <laughs> it's like like if you're thinking, oh, Batman is like, oh, it's some sonar power. Yeah, maybe, find maybe like that. Maybe you're just like, blood. Right, you know, maybe it turns people to cakes. I don't know. <laughs> right, it's got a mist. Yeah, I have no with the the poison darts throwing me totally for a loop. I don't think there's any coming back on this season, at least. This one is, if I remember correctly, you should watch for it. Is like the first, like ten, twelve episodes of Common Rider are almost like this art house like experiment. Oh, they're just kind of because they're just they have no idea what they're doing. They're just making it up as they go just along, going with it. And so, if I remember correctly about this one, it's really like they start doing abstract rep- uh, representations of things and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. And so it gets really kind of weird and creepy. And it like it aired like it was like Saturday morning because they haven't figured out what they're doing with. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. No, I there, mean, there is no formula because they're just making it up as they yeah, go along. What do they have to compare it to? I mean, what what uh, superhero shows do they even have any? Like, I mean, I think they had uh, other Togusatsu style shows and stuff, but they also had like many comic books and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like Astro Boy. Because, I mean, this isn't uh, I mean, we, we've also probably in America or probably even England maybe have made shows kind of similar but not the same as far as like well I mean like there was the uh I think it was in the 60s the original live action Spider-Man show it might have been early 70s I mean we've had all sorts of uh I mean it's it's hard because of me judging when these things came out because it's like I can I can tell you like well, the six million dollar man probably came up, came out before the Bino Foreman, but that's because that's like American culture and things uh-huh. like that. Yeah, we know. And like like you were saying, it's like I went back to this way after I'd watched a bunch of other yeah, stuff. So yeah. it's like in my mind I can't really get the dates right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like it is a chronological And in and I mean it's nineteen seventy one. I'm like, I only know nineteen seventy one from T V. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. television I don't remember nineteen seventy one because it wasn't alive. Uh <laughs> Maybe when I travel back in time in the future, I'll remember 1971. Right, then. right. But I mean, uh, like, <laughs> we had to have at least had uh, the Green Hornet, right? Something like that. Uh, yeah, the Green Hornet was 19. The Green Hornet was 1966, and then the the Batman live action TV show was right before then, I believe. Uh, 66 also. Okay, so so in 66 we had the Green Hornet, and we had. Batman. So they there's precedent. There's precedent for superhero shows, but also like a lot of people think about like the Batman Adam West Batman show. They're like they think that this is it's this weird thing that was done. But in the nineteen sixties, that's what the Batman comic was. Right. The Batman comic was this crazy, horribly campy, <laughs> like goofy, goofy calendar goofy. man type things yeah. going on and stuff like that. And it wasn't until um Frank Miller's uh, Batman Year One and The Dark Knight Rises that it became like this dark, brooding mm-hmm. anti-hero. And that's why, which I think is probably the best Batman movie of all time, the Adam, uh, the not Adam West, but the uh, Michael Keaton Batman movie. Right. 
because that reinvented for society what Batman was. Right. Because right. before then, Batman was Adam West and Burt Ward running around, having celebrity guest stars while they're calling, walking up a building sideways and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, but yeah, so there's precedence. There's the 1960s. And remember, we were talking about how, like, it was hard to get things like that. Right. Because, yeah. like, there's no internet. True. True. Um, so how much of that actually mattered as yeah. far as common writers direction yeah, I mean, but there was there was a manga that was influenced by post-world war ii right. american comic books mm-hmm. and things like that and uh i don't know if they've actually showed it yet but like shocker is an offshoot of like nazis no i don't think they've shown that yet That's but, but i mean like shock troopers and stuff like that oh and, okay that might that explains the name i guess yeah <laughs> um and it gets really weird later on, but um, as you would guess. But yeah, so there's precedence in like film in general about like superhero stuff. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there was Superman serials back in like the in, in like the 40s and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is like kind of breaking new ground for Japanese television shows. Okay, because I mean, okay. there I think there had been Tokusatsu shows before, and there had been there had been like there were some black and white Tokusatsu shows and stuff like that. I don't watch. I can only go so far back. Yeah, um, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I can go farther back than most people, but I can only go so far yeah, back. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's, uh, it's getting kind of... <laughs> I mean, in Tokusatsu, technically, like, you know, Wizard of Oz was technically Tokusatsu. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Uh, so, yeah, no, it's. I just wanted to bring all that up because at this point, I can't really judge what the, the villains are going to be like. You know, I don't really have anything to expect as far as uh, plot, but it's... At this point now, I'm just excited to see more of the wacky special effects and... Uh, just to see how it fleshes itself out as a show as we go along. Yeah, and we're also going through our second rev- revolution of yeah. like episodes, so you'll get to see, like, you'll finally get to finish the first part of Double. Yeah, soon, uh, soon. <laughs> but you'll also get to see how, how they handle second episodes, because you saw how they handled first episodes. Yeah, yeah. And which is very different mm-hmm. from the Raywa show, laid tons of groundwork. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. And the, the Heisei show is kind of like, well, here's a world. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the first common writer's like, This is our world, sort of. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, yeah. Deal I mean, with if it. you really watch it, the first the first episode of Common Rider was mostly the other shows, I would say maybe not Kuga, but um actually that would be an interesting thing because the first of uh, the original Common Rider and Kuga, those episodes, those first episodes were about those characters. Yeah. And then double and uh, zero one were about those worlds, right? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You those characters like introduce those worlds, and we haven't really found out much about like double and zero one's characters. Yeah, yet. especially double, totally. Uh, and that's because they have different worlds. The original Common Rider and Kuga, it almost was our world with just some tweaks. Yeah. So they focus more on the characters. So, and I think that might be something of the fact that like they had no idea if the series was gonna how long it was gonna last. Mm. And so they're like, here, here's some characters to get you in. <laughs> but like Double and Zero One, they're like, these shows are going to go on so we can build it a little bit more. Right. So it might be a, dis- a different way of how they built the the story outline. Yeah. The skeleton or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we can say that because we watched the full, those four episodes so we can compare them a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So we will be back. You can do it! okay and we're back we're back so what you think <laughs> you know uh 
you see what I mean now? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, it, it's so it starts off with this this lady getting out of a car in the middle of the night and walking. walking well, no, up. first off, it starts out with the opening credits. Oh, of course, like as as it is, as yeah. always. The opening so credits. second time hearing, what do you think? You know, I, um, now that I can sing along with it a little, uh, kind of, it's, it's growing on me. Yeah, it's, when I first heard, it, I'm like, this is such a dumb song. But after a while, you're like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just saying. Jump. <laughs> yeah, the first time I'm like, this isn't doing it for me. Second time I'm like, okay, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like sitting here like, yeah, here, here comes when he says, you know, kick. Yeah, <laughs> no, the tune's uh, catchy. I, I've showed you some of these you know, uh, pro ZD videos where he kind of makes fun of like anime culture, even though he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anime culture. And one of his. He's got this weird thing on YouTube because he doesn't care about what YouTube says it is because he does like 16 second videos and stuff. Oh, like that. yeah. YouTube's all about like the length of videos. Yeah, they want you to have like 10 minutes, and he's but just not like, much more. But he's like a he's a professional voice actor. So he just does YouTube for the fun of it because he just feels like it. So but um, he does a lot of like 20 and 30 second videos and stuff like uh-huh. that. And one of his videos are like singing along when you know only english oh, word of yeah, an yeah, song i think you showed me this one because it was part of a big compilation yeah and it yeah. was just like nah, nah, nah. you go nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you know yeah, it's exactly. like the only english words in the song but yeah so i mean it's just the it's a pretty cool beginning because it's like the only thing you need in this beginning to carry over is the common writer so it's like yeah it doesn't i mean and shocker because yeah. the song talks about shocker right. i did notice that they uh because last time I wasn't sure when the intro ended and the episode started, but this since this one started the exact same, I was able to tell that they kind of what they do is they do the intro and then they show a little bit about what you're going to be dealing with in this episode and then the episode starts. Yeah, it's a common thing in like a lot of shows back in those days where it would just show like quick clips of of the episode. And I right. think that it, like I was saying last time, I think it's like a way so that you knew if you'd seen this episode. Yeah, because the, the intro is the exact same. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, because the last one, it was like, he, he does the intro and he's riding on the bike and then you see um, the Spider-Man looking out through the bushes uh, at some, him driving by and then it goes to him doing the race with Tachibana. So I was a little confused. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really familiar with anything. I'm like, oh, what, what the heck just happened? Well, this time, no, it was, it was totally different. It goes from, you know, him doing the intro to then showing the, the Batman at night and then it's switching over to also it has like a little music going to you right no it's not like Carter's Joe so then we start with the the lady getting out right 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 and okay what got me about this and I was trying not to laugh is that it starts off with her walking and it's you know gotta be really late yeah really late because she's the only one up there's nobody I mean most of this episode is at night yes and she hears this squeaky laugh off in the distance and she's like what's that and I'm like you don't say what's that you're you're a woman Mm. with a miniskirt in the middle of the night (laughs) <laughs> just like, run inside I don't care the house. If it's, if, I don't care if it's 1970s Japan. Just go. Yeah, just go. Book what it. are you doing? So anyways, Miho's just... Uh, it turns out her name's Miho. Cause Miho, the, yeah. Like her friend dropped her off and said, have a nice night. And she's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. She's like, oh, what is that? And it's like, no, it's a creepy laugh. You run. Yeah, just get out of here. And then uh, the second time it happens, she gets a little creeped out and she runs. Right, in. yeah. And then she's like, she gets to her house inside. She gets... It, it's an apartment complex. She mm-hmm. gets inside of her own apartment. There, there couldn't have possibly been anything up there. It's yeah. you know, she's she's up. She's not even on the bottom floor. She's up a couple of stores. Yeah, she, exactly. Um, and oh, so, I, I meant like uh, when she was saying that when she was walking, there was she. 
Oh, she yeah, kept she, looking above her shoulder as if there was something in the air. Yeah, she's like, down oh, that, that probably was what freaked her out. She's like, she said later that the noise was coming from above her. Yeah, yeah. And she was just out in the open in the street. Right, so, so she's like, oh, and I couldn't have seen anything there. Just, you know, she's like. She's a freaking out. There's a voice that says, it says her name. Mm-hmm. I forgot what her last name was. But it says, you've been chosen to become a, a soldier for Shocker. Yeah, and then she like looks across the room and the window's open. Yeah. No, she goes up to the window first. She goes up to the window and then to the voiceover. She's like, that that window was closed when I went. And then oh, the voice yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I, I realized that so far it seems like they're kind of micro horror stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're trying to get you creeped out yeah. by the bad guy. I mean, obviously, the, the, it's so overplayed. But I mean, like in the 70s, if I was a kid, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and it was very dark because it's like yeah. also it's like they're not scared of it being black behind them right yeah they're doing some, like, it, like the night in shows now is not night no it's <laughs> <laughs> and so uh like the only lights that are there are like ambient light and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then she hears a voice behind her and she looks up and then there's the batman the batman no and... she sees an outline in the shadows of the Batman, and then it goes dark again, and she's like, "What was that?" Yeah, and it was just like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, what do you do? <laughs> what does it matter?" <laughs> yeah, and then she sees the Batman. Who but, could it be? Yeah. What are you, you're gonna stick around and find out? And I, I that was also internally laughing because the uh, the mask, it, it's like it zooms in on his eyes, and you can tell there's uh, a clear space between the mask and his eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, this is dated. Oh yeah, and then like the mask is like a full mask, but it has a mouth that kind of only moves when he talks. Yeah, it's like, and it's like it's only moving, not even an inch. Like maybe, yeah, it just kind of wiggles. <laughs> it's kind of wiggles, yeah. But she she gets attacked by this, and then it cuts away to a voiceover. Right, this right. Is the, this is the voiceover because remember that there's the '70s. There's no like DVD box sets, no on demand, and everything like that. Yeah, maybe you missed the first episode. You're a kid at school, and like. Yeah, it talks about Shocker again. Yeah, it tells him Shocker, mm-hmm. and it says that their motivation is to turn all the humans in the world into modified into cyborgs under their control. Yeah, yeah. And um, then it immediately cuts over to uh, Hongo and in, in the race that he was gearing up for in yeah. the first episode. And so what, what cracked me up about that, I was thinking, man, you know, you must not really be that tore up about everything that's going on you're just going to continue in your life continue you know? in my life i mean yeah it's sure like, heck yeah it's just over here and i'm no, going no thoughts that maybe the fact that he's a modified human gives him an advantage yeah you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah it's his best time ever yeah you know so like cause well, he, yeah because you're superhuman now because obviously he wins the race and he's like oh maybe, maybe i can finally get to europe I, or something i never i never got that there's all these like in superhero stories they're like you can't use your superpowers for like personal gain or something uh-huh. i'm like why? Yeah, why not? Meanwhile, we have Yamcha over here on D- in DVZ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'll be the best baseball well, like, player in the world, whatever. Um, uh, There's the whole thing about, like, you know, like Superman doesn't use his super abilities uh-huh. for life. And stuff. I'm like, yes, he does. Yes, he does. I mean, he, he, he writes articles at super speed. <laughs> I mean, he does all this stuff. He uses his things to get to stories. From, I was like, but why wouldn't you? Yeah. That would be like, well, you know. You're really strong, so you know what you shouldn't do? You shouldn't become a weightlifter. Yeah. Because like, that's heck, an unfair yeah. advantage. You're I'm just like, abusing your natural yeah, abilities. Yeah, you're abusing your natural abilities. It's like, <laughs> what? That's the point of life. You find what you're good at, and then you do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
If so, you just happen to be the best in the universe or something, do that yeah, for money. Do it for money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's he's doing the he's doing a race and he's talking about how he's one step closer to Europe. Yeah, one step closer to Europe. And at this point, I'm sitting here going again. I'm I'm back to what I was thinking. I'm like, how the heck have you not been arrested? <laughs> you know, like what's going on here? You're just going to continue your life because it led me to believe that he's on the run. That's the way that yeah, of the because first like it's like she accused she saw that he killed her dad. Yeah. And so, um, and then so Miho comes over. Yeah, the the lady that we just saw get attacked. She comes over and Maybe she hands a minute and a half ago. She uh, and this is broad daylight. Broad this is daylight. This is like the next day. Yeah, and she hands him a bouquet of flowers, mm-hmm. which uh, is like a symbol of like completion and good job right, and that stuff yeah. like that. Um, in uh, in Japanese TV shows, when the person is done filming, they get a bouquet of flowers, hmm. and so it's it's. Uh, usually you see that's when usually you know when a, a person is done on a series. Okay, yeah, because there'll yeah. be pictures of them getting their flowers and stuff like that. Right. Like that. Anyways, um, and then she kind of goes into like kiss him. Yeah, or like, or maybe maybe a whis- kiss whis- or whisper whis- something. Whis- but either way, it was very uh, intimate. And looking. then Tachibana like turns his head. He's like, mm, whatever, just you yeah. know, yeah, you know, coy whistle. and stuff like that. <laughs> and then uh. Uh, Hungo sees in the reflection of his rearview mirror on his motorcycle that she's got giant fangs that are about yeah, to stab like into his neck. These, these tusks, I would want to call them, but definitely. And this is when you remember, Shocker knows who he is because they kidnapped him by name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't just a random guy they found out on the street. They targeted Hongo uh-huh. Takeshi. Exactly. And, they're like, and we designed common rider we know what he looks like so whenever <laughs> we know that he's the common rider you yeah, know it's I mean, like for all he knows he has a chip in him or something <laughs> yeah right? it's like yeah it's like there is no secret that there's no secret identity from the bad guys no and so um and so he like pushes her away and this is uh one of the many times where tachimana just jumps in on it yeah he's like i don't even <laughs> So <laughs> she's she, afraid she also, of nothing she, uh, this is also about not only do they have the fangs but they also have like this uh vein yeah protrudence things and yeah. stuff like that uh it it looks like uh yeah, it's like vein uh markings all over their thing mm-hmm. i think it's supposed to be like their blood is pumping and it's like yeah, showing it's, and stuff it's, like yeah the body's having a, a reaction to yeah it it's the, like a rash but it's like veins on the forehead and on the cheeks and stuff like that so he okay so he totally beats the crap out of her in broad daylight yeah <laughs> and i want to say that at no point does the crowd address this in any way no it's there. No, they're just like whatever. Because we literally just saw that he drove by a group of people. Yeah, he's and standing right next. To, she just ran up from the group of people. Yeah, and then these two guys beat up this woman. <laughs> they just they just stomp the crap out of her, and nobody. Well, says I mean, anything. like you're looking at it, she's like an unmodified human, and so she's actually like attacking him and stuff like that. But yeah, it just looks like from the outside, it just looks like two guys beating up a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't know. It's not like they saw the fangs in the rearview mirror. <laughs> and then you see. Uh, off in the distance, there's a guy like a hat and a cloak and a mm-hmm. mask. He's yeah. got like a, a sick mask on. Yeah, kind of like the Invisible Man almost. Yeah. And uh, there's another voiceover saying, well, there was a voiceover while uh, Hongo's writing, talk, telling everybody. Yeah, giving you Hongo's intro for the second back, time. Back the, the extremely intelligent student at a biochemistry, whatever, Jonan University. No, he's not a student. He actually just works at the university. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. He's not so a student. He's, he's just, But he, it's at a university. That's yeah, where I got the, confused. The, the, the par- biochemistry department's at the university. Right. Um, And so, I don't know if that makes him a teacher or if we just, like, yeah. just have a place he there. He just has a grant. You know? 
I never went to college, so I have no idea how it works. <laughs> I have no idea how it works. <laughs> Maybe he's just part of the team. As far something. as I know, according to movies, you just get drunk and have parties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which for some people probably was at college. Hey, why go to college if not to? Yeah. yeah. So uh, then it goes to he he recognizes that it's a shocker. She's a modified shocker soldier or whatever. She's mm-hmm. been changed. And so he goes to um, her apartment. Building. Yeah, her apartment to think he's like, well, she probably was kidnapped from her house. Or right. Like he's looking for clues, basically. And this is when we find out that she's not the only one. This is the whole Chie. Yeah, Chie, Chie is. You, you, it's, it, it zooms into this apartment room and uh, Chie is in the middle of transformation. With her husband. There. And her husband's there trying to uh, get her to go to the hospital. And she's freaking out, like flailing on the ground. Uh And she, and I don't know if it, like, he hears the voice too. It's like kind of like, yeah. Because at one point he's like, who's there? I remember that. So at first you think, I think it's like it's a voice in her head. Yeah, so did I. But no, it's like just over the intercom or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And she attacks her husband. Yep. And it's kind of like he doesn't want to fight back because this is why. Right. And he's just going, what are you doing? Uh, and this is when Hongo bursts in. Yep. And just he, I don't know how he got there, but, you know, I guess it's the same floor. Most it's likely. the same building. He probably just heard them. He's mm-hmm. probably got superheroes. Probably has super everything. It's, damn it, man. He's he's a superhero. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's coming right. He can do whatever he wants. It's the second episode. They can do whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and so he bursts in. And he's, I love this, when he's just like, he's like, go, I'll take care of her. Some random guy yeah. bursts into your house. Yeah, random guy bursts into your <laughs> First house. off, your wife tries to kill you, and it's like, okay, that's bad. And some random guy comes in to help you. It's like, okay, that's good. And he's like, go, I'll take care of her. Yeah, he's like, I'm like, just handling gonna put it. A, <laughs> I'm going to put her in the fridge or something. <laughs> I don't like, know. Yeah, it's like, you, she'll be sleeping with the fishes tonight. Yeah, right? I'll take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, no sane person. Is going to leave their wife in this situation. Yeah, but he's just like, is that really her? And he runs out. He's a little shook up. And then uh, and then he's still wrestling her, and he hears uh, that guy scream, the husband scream. Yep. And he's just like, what? And he like kind of just I guess, like, throws her out of the way and runs out. And yeah, this I, is when I you realize really... it's like, dude, it really is just Hongo dealing with everything. <laughs> yeah. Just doing the best he can. And he's running after the guy, and this is when you see the doors, I think it is. Yeah, because uh, like he, he, when he when he steps out the hallway, you see uh, a very quick shot of something pulling the guy from the hallway into yeah. a room, and, and he, so he runs into that room, and then the monster's in there. But while he's running down the hall, you see that all oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. all the other doors open, and so so it's like we didn't really kind of explain it, but like there's there there appears to be stages to the transformation. Yes, yes, and it's like you start off with like the fangs, and mm-hmm. then you get like the marks, uh, you get like they're like veiny marks on your thing. Yep. And then the final stage is kind of like just a face paint, like a, yeah, bat, you, you a bat face paint yeah, type really thing. Yeah, it really looks like a battering if a battering was on your face. Yeah. And so um, if anybody's read or watched The Dark Knight Returns, not the live action movie, but the animated movie in the book, The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. With the blue... The, the blue, the bat, the sons of Batman, the sons of Batman is kind of like that, except they're it's it's red and it's kind of mm-hmm. designed to be like shocker colors. It's it's supposed to not be face paint. It's supposed right. to be like there are markings. Yeah, on Yeah, you're face supposed to, uh, you know, suspend disbelief and accept that. And it's so he runs in and there's the the Batman there. Mm-hmm. Batman and Batman knows who he is because he's Hongo. Everybody knows who Hongo is. Of course. Um, and this is when he talks about how it was like, welcome to our was it live subject or like. Uh, 
or live subject testing. Yeah, live subject experiment or whatever. Yeah, there we go. Live just like yeah, there he is. And so, um, this is when we find out that like the entire apartment building is just being used to. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're trying to find a more effective way to turn people into shocker soldiers. Right. Because uh, doing it one at a time and having to wake them up to brainwash them doesn't seem to work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, hey, sometimes there's. And this problems. is when we were. It's like, oh yeah, uh, this guy that he that this Batman was probably just some guy off mm-hmm. the side of the street who got pulled into being. Uh, and we'll learn later the guys on the roof they were probably just guys. Pulled yeah, probably together. just guys, but they, but six hundred IQ at least. Yeah, six hundred IQ at least, and, and uh, athletes. <laughs> and this is. Uh, this is like the first real fight of the the show with like Hongo is fighting untransformed. He's fighting against yes. uh he's fighting against the, um Batman. And when I was watching this fight it made me realize because there's like a bed there and he rolls over the bed and they're throwing each other and stuff like that. I realized it's like when you watch it on TV you're like this is kind of a lame fight, but when you realize you're like this is like a real fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, just like random wild throws and yeah. punches and stuff like that. Yeah, You're it's in a not like you have a game plan. You haven't yeah. watched four or five videos of your opponent. Getting <laughs> yeah. Ready for this, this is fight. just like tussling. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I think he jumps out the window. I want to say he either jumps out the window or he want, runs out to the hallway because it's, then it gets to the hallway. And we have uh, basically these drones, like all the people that he's. Oh yeah, the Batman jumps out of the hallway. Mm-hmm. Jumps jumps out of the window. Yeah. And Hongo is just going to run outside to do it, and then all of the rest of the people yeah, are coming. Yeah, the in. residents of the hotel. And he's, or not hotel. And this is when we're like, apartment. because you were wondering at that point, did because he says something is like, I can't strike these people down because um, they're just innocent bystanders. And then you're like, did she disappear? But she didn't disappear. But I, we never see her. Yeah, again. yeah. Seriously, he. he I think he might have killed me. He might have killed me. So we thought she just got punched out. But we and never then, see her again. Yeah, just. And and he says strike her down. So I didn't like catch the actual Japanese for it. I'm like, he might have killed her. Yeah, he might have just straight up punched her to death. <laughs> One really strong blow. But or he or or she's just not shown anymore. Right. But uh, all these. Uh, Basically, all these uh, Batman slaves are squawking. It's so awkward. I don't know what they're trying to uh, really emulate here, but it's uh, <laughs> it's like I think they're trying to uh, emulate echolocation. Like, yeah, echolocation. But it's like, really just a bunch of. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's <laughs> it's just so um, squawking. You've probably seen this in anime shows. There's just like this. Uh, ongoing thing that when there's animal sounds it's normally not animal sounds it's people making animal yeah, sounds yeah even when it's like like in one piece i remember there's a dog and it's just a guy going arr, arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> uh which i think is like this kind of like joke thing so uh hongo jumps out the window it's yep. like a fourth story building or something yeah, like that like whatever <laughs> and this is when they have the voiceover that talks about this explains like what i was talking to you earlier about mm-hmm. his belt transforming right and the air pressure. The air pressure of the belt turbines going, and it transforms him into common rider. And then he jumps up to, he does the whole thing where he like kind of lands on the ground and then jumps up to the roof. Yeah, I mean, he hits the ground <laughs> ground and then jumps up maybe nine, ten stories. Yeah, and then th- then he fights the, uh, uh, the Batman on the roof, and it is a very dark, mm-hmm. like, it's probably a set. Mm-hmm. I think it's a set. and But they make it so that you can't see, like, Rather than having to like superimpose like or put like a really bad background, they're like it's just really night. Yeah, just it's no as moon, night as can be no stars. There's just maybe like a spotlight on the roof or something like that. And so he fights 
and um he kind of grabs the batman and jumps off the building yeah and then it just cuts away yeah just and then it cuts back to shocker base we heard the voice in the last episode but this is the first time we showed the bird the, the the stone bird that has the leader's voice come out of it. Yeah, there's like a little gem or something that yeah, and it lights up whenever and, he and talks. it's 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 a um, I don't know what they're called, but it's a it's it's like a Nazi bird. Okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so but this is the leader, and there's a soldier there, and he's just like the Batman signal has left the experiment zone, and this is when the leader goes into exposition mode. And says that the Batman has ability of self hypnosis, mm-hmm. and he's connected to all the other things. So like he'll put himself to sleep, and then everybody else will go to sleep. Yeah, he's putting a trance on him. I think they even said, and put then, him in a trance, which is like, it's like now we can just make it with the advantage of self hypnosis that you can I, just become really vulnerable. Yeah, I think. I mean, in real life, self hypnosis be awesome just to be able to fall asleep whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think what they were trying to imply there, at least my take from it, was that he was injured in the fight, and so he's healing by. Knocking but what you learn out. later, it means that he turns back into a normal person. Oh, I forgot that because he's the he's the guy who's tied up later. The guy who's tied up. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, so but, I don't um, remember that at all. Uh, so, uh, and then it kind of oh like, yes, I do remember. Okay, uh, and so um, but we'll we'll get there. But so uh, it goes to the next part that's actually kind of interesting is the, the whole Ruriko thing, and it's like Ruriko is uh, this is where he's she's fighting with uh, Tachibana. Yes, yeah. So he it goes over to uh, I want to say this is the Amigo. The Amigo Cafe. Yeah, Amigo Cafe, the office, you know, basically. It's the base thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, this is, um, it looks like this is uh, Tachibana's cafe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ruriko and her friend work there. Yeah. And by the way, it is Ruriko. We we were wrong. We, yes. I think we were saying Ruri- Ruriko or Ru- yeah, we, we were switching we were the first two symbols. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ruriko is there and she's arguing with Tachibana about demanding where. Uh, yeah, Hongo, uh, Hongo is. is. And yeah, at this point, I was feeling a little bit better. I was like, okay, so good. She didn't just not go to the police because she was talking about how... Uh, oh, no, she doesn't do that yet. But, yeah, it's later, but yeah. Yeah, at least uh, I, I was happy to see that she's at least still... She's still pursuing... Mm-hmm. She, you know, she's still pursuing him because I, I was going... You know, I said earlier, I was just like, what the heck? Some continuity. Yeah, so exactly. I'm like, what the heck? You can't and, just and drop usually, that subplot. Usually, there's not much continuity in shows in the 70s, so it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. And she's like, you knew where he was, and so tell me where where he is. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was yeah, like, like, who? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, Hongo who, and stuff like that. And then the phone rings. Yeah. <laughs> so they both rush to get to the phone. He's, uh, She gets there first, but he's like, no, 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 I'll answer it. And, uh, and so he picks it up, and he's like, oh, you got the wrong number. And he hangs up, and then just kind of looks at her awkwardly until she leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the call happens. Tachibana picks up the phone, and I think it was star sixty nine, some or some whatever. Yeah, Call, however they do that back in the day. Called uh called the number back and it's a Hongo. Mm-hmm. And Hongo is telling him, he's like, I need you to come here and whatever. Baruko is listening at the door. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I knew it was Hongo. <laughs> so I'm gonna follow Tachibana. He, she overhears that Tachibana says that Hongo is at the university. Yeah. And so she's like, Okay, well he's at the university, I'm gonna go there. And this is and then it cuts to the university. Uh, but it also, 
there's a voiceover that tells the backstory of the reason why she's after Hongo. Yeah, just in case you missed that episode. <laughs> the one episode. <laughs> that um, she thinks he killed her. And it actually shows a, a flat. Uh, it, she thinks he killed her father. Mm-hmm. And it shows a flashback to uh, the previous episode where it was him trying to save his, her dad and then he died. And, right. And then it um, goes to, I just have in my notes, all in caps, science. Yeah, science. <laughs> Which is cool because we've been, we keep being told that Hongo's a genius. Exactly. And so uh, let's at least see some of it. And so yeah. he's, he's working with another guy there. For, I didn't catch his name, but another guy there. And he's got a sample of like the blood of, of somebody. And mm-hmm. they find out it's a virus. Exactly. And that the virus reacts to outside stimulus. Yeah, so essentially sounds is yeah. what they determine. And uh, he asks if there's a cure or if can he make a, a vaccine or a cure. And the guy's like, no, I can't do it. It can't be done. But this also points out, like, you were wondering about um, the Batman powers. And the Batman powers kind of kind of fit in what yes, uh, yes. Bat. So he's, like, kind of vampire-ish. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, definitely. But he uses, like, ultrasonic waves, like sonar, mm-hmm. to control the people. Yeah, so... I guess this time, if I had taken a guess, I could have come up with, you know, two or three, and this probably would have been one of them. With the, That's you know, some type of echolocation. Yeah, mind so, control or something. Yeah. So he kind of does it, and um, it, he's like, this is my, it, it, he acts like it's his job. Right. You know, it's his job to be like, okay, well, I have to do something to help these people. Mm-hmm. And so, so then he leaves. But it was just nice to see him doing some science. Yeah, things. it was it was nice to see it because, you know, you're talking about dude working at a university. We never see it. Just him on a bike all the time. And it like goes r- really to his uh, his thing because he's supposed to be a biochemist and exactly. stuff like that. And this is like a virus thing. But he has to call in a, a, a virus thing. And really, I'm just thinking to myself, don't all viruses result in that outside stimuli? Doesn't everything in the entire universe yeah. react to outside stimuli? <laughs> exactly. It's like, what was the revelation there? But I loved it, like, how they figured out it was a sentient virus. Oh, that's what it was. It was a sentient virus. Yeah, sentient. How they found out about it is he jiggled the slide. <laughs> yeah. He basically he shook it and then looked through the thing and then waited for it to uh, move. move around. Kind of <laughs> jiggle on its own. Of inertia of gravity. <laughs> if you shake it, it will jiggle. <laughs> it, that's how you find out if something is sentient or not, just like Jello. <laughs> yeah. So he leaves the university and Ruko is following him. But this is when we like get a little bit more. Also, uniquely, uh, her friend is a recurring character. I thought she was kind. Of, I, I I don't remember much about her, but she was like, yeah, she was like there. watching the first episode. You think, yeah, she's just some one shot character. I don't even remember her name, and they I didn't say it in this episode. So, so she's uh, Ruriko's friend. Um, but she gets the sounding board of uh, that man killed my father. And she's like, why aren't we going to the police? Yeah, see, this is, yes, like, thank you, friend, for asking this. And basically, Rico's excuse is that we don't have any evidence. Even though I was there when it happened, and I can point you to the person, we don't actually have any evidence that he did it. Well, when you follow the logic also, the fact that her dad had been missing since before then. Mm-hmm. So if she goes to the police and be like, my dad, who's been missing for months, I walked in on... Him being killed by this guy, and this guy who's an upstanding member of society, and it's like works at a, uni- a high-ranking university and all this stuff, 
and I saw him kill my dad, and that body disintegrated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, I guess if I was an inspector, though, I would be much more uncomfortable with somebody coming in and say, hey, a couple weeks ago, my dad was killed by this guy, but I didn't want to say anything until I had sure evidence. And that makes it seem very fishy. Yeah. The, the nor- the or to, a, a, a couple weeks until you had enough made-up evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's like... It, 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 normal people would just right off the bat yeah, go to the police without evidence, because yeah. then at least later, if they find evidence, there's an open investigation. Yeah, you know, they'll at least uh, check it out, talk yeah. to somebody. But anyways, uh, it's the 1970s, and she's a woman, so the obviously, good old days. She, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so um, so she follows uh, Tachibana, her, I believe. To the no, she follow. She's following Hongo now. Was it? She's right. fo- yeah, she's following Hongo, and Hongo goes to the cafe. Oh, that's right. Because there's a lot of following in this yeah, episode. Yeah, this episode is so... <laughs> I, I'll say something later, but it'll make sense when I say it then, but just... Oh, um, I know what my note was here, is that right after the science part, they go to commercial. And I'm like, there's a lot that happened before this commercial. Oh, yeah. I thought the whole episode was almost over. But no, it was like, no, we're halfway. And you're like, whoa, because they, they're fitting. It doesn't feel rushed. No, no. But then there is a lot happening. Yeah, it's clipping. It's okay. It's not when I say clipping. I mean, literally the w- the scene ends and the next scene starts. And yeah. you're kind of like, wait, what? And then, oh, okay. Because uh, like a lot of new shows are filled with uh, establishing shots. Right. Because they're like, they think an audience is stupid. Here's an outside shot of the building we're in. Yeah, here's a sub. Here's a here's a train that has nothing to do with the story going by, so that way you know that we are now changing scenes. Yeah, so like if this was done now, there would have been a, a scene showing the college entrance before it went into the thing. Yes. But no, this show is just like, we're moving. Catch up if you can. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's really the only thing is making it confusing as far as following Hongo or Tachibana, because from a distance, I you can tell usually based on the shagginess of the hair, whether or not it's uh, Tachibana or Hongo. But there was a couple scenes where I was going, wait a minute. Is it- Which actually comes up later. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so we'll get back to that. So remember we said this, because when it happens, I'll explain. So anyways, after uh, Rubiko and her friend are following Hongo, and they want to follow him so that they can get evidence right. that he's a murderer, mm-hmm. even though the body's disintegrated. And so uh, they follow him to their cafe. Yep. The and it turns out they both work at the cafe. Yeah. Uh, cafe that, Amigo. Which is why she's been calling him master this whole time. Which is it's, it's master in English and it means just like owner. Yeah. yeah or like uh, it's, usually, it's usually used a lot for uh, people who run a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, so yeah, master is what they say. And it's just like something that's like owner or whatever. Um, it's like boss or chief or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when when she says master, she's not saying the Japanese no. master. No. She, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, it's not a maid cafe. Uh, so they follow, they they run in and they just knock over one of their fellow employees. Yeah, who's like, this guy's hey, just trying to do his job, yeah, and, and they're, they're just, just like knock over. And there was so much room to avoid him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a. I mean, it's a smallish cafe, but there's room in it. Yeah, I can only imagine that guy did something inappropriate to them, like harass them at some point. Like, here's now's my chance to tackle yeah, we're his knock ass. Him over. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and so, um, they run into the back. They follow him into the back, and then uh, Tachibana's there, and they're like, they're like, where did that customer go? Is that customer? There was, oh, oh, you mean that guy? The guy came in and he said two weird ladies are following him and he wanted, needed to avoid him. Yeah, he jumps are out you, the window. Are you those ladies? 
she's, and she's like, she's like eyeing uh, Tachibana. Like yeah. I know it was the, it was a death stare almost. <laughs> and and Tachibana is kind of like nervous about it because he knows she knows. Yeah, he but knows he she knows and she knows he knows she knows. <laughs> yeah, she can't, he can't admit that. Yeah. he knows that she knows that he knows. That she knows. <laughs> so, um. And I guess this is when she splits from her friend and, like, just jumps out the window, starts to follow. Actually, see, now, at this point, I think in her mind, she even has this, like, eternal monologue where she's basically saying that she knows he has something to do with it or knows where it is. And I think that her logic, because this is where I get confused about who she's following. I don't know if she's oh, yeah. following Hongo or Tachibana. Yeah, I think her, her, her logic lo- is that if she follows Tachibana, she'll find Hongo. So oh, yeah, that's right. right. She, that's right. Okay. So she waits until Tachibana leaves because, and this is the point where her friend goes home or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and her her thought is is that her father w- had been missing. Yes. Before he uh, he died. Exactly. And uh, Tachibana told her where to find her father. Tachibana never said anything about Hongo. No. He just said, "Your dad's here. Go get him." Exactly. And so she thinks that he must know where Hongo is because when Hongo was there, which kind of works, but not really. Yeah, no. I mean, it it works because it's the truth. Right. But also, she's just kind of grasping at straws because yeah. her dad's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, so if this is confusing anyone, it was confusing to us. And I think it's confusing to her. She's just jumping at yeah. she's jumping at conclusions. So she just happens to be right. So I'm going also, on also, these... also Tachibana is really shady. He's being extremely <laughs> shifty this episode for sure. So I mean, I, I'm going with the. I'm going to say that she's following Tachibana. To she was. The she was following Tachibana apartment, and he goes to the apartment complex. Yeah, the one from and, the beginning she, of the story. She says, "Is Hongo must be in this apartment right. complex?" It goes that it all of the people are unconscious. Yeah, yeah. There's a room full of people, and and a good portion of this episode, if if you were to count up all the seconds spent on showing this room full of unconscious people, we probably would have had three more minutes of, of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it pans up pretty well. But then there is one guy who's leaning, he's unconscious also, but he's kind of leaned up against a bed, and he's wrapped in like a duvet or something, like tied up yeah. and stuff like this. Yeah, and uh. This is where it gets kind of confusing. But anyways, so uh, Hongo speculates that uh, the Batman is in, like, suspended animation healing itself. Yeah, so so basically with no no clues like we get, the viewers, he comes to the proper conclusion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he does have an IQ of 600. 600 better, yeah. (laughs) And so basically him and Tachibana are in this room, and he's telling Tachibana what he knows and what he thinks. Um, and basically comes with this whole haze and suspended animation or he's hypnosis or just whatever the word is. He's like in a hibernation state, I yeah. think it's that. And he's like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to, I'm going to go get the car. You watch over these people. I'm going to go get the car and we'll bring the, them to uh, to the lab at the at the university right. and then we'll be able to do better tests there. Yeah, because even though he was told there's no cure, he's still kind of. He's still hopeful. He's like, and um, I think he was thinking that maybe if he ha- since he had the Batman, he might be able to do something better here. Uh huh. But um, and so he leaves, and this is when I don't know how he leaves and not past Ruriko. Yeah, for real. But uh, Ruriko thinks that he's still in that room. Exactly. And so she kind of sneaks into the door, and she sees uh, she sees Hongo there, and she takes a vase, 
Mm-hmm. And this is another way where it's not like typical shows because in a typical show that vase would shatter. Oh yeah, no, she she cracks. She, she just she the just head. hits. It's a guy with this vase and just knocks him out. No right. breaking of a glass. Nope. It's just like, this is just Paint. a solid vase. And that's when she finds out it's not Hongo, it's Tachibana. It's Tachibana. Now, I, I was never confused at any point who she was hitting. I mean, not just from, you know, the uh, events up to this point, but also the fact that I don't think they really look similar up close from behind, but far away, man. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Hongo has a lot more hair. Yes, yeah. It's not, Tachibana's not bald. He just has, like, a normal haircut, but Hongo has, like, a wavy haircut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hongo actually has kind of the same type of hair I have when I grow my hair longer. Oh, yeah. It's like a wavy thing, but it's not curly. It's just, like, uh, a mass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is when uh, the guy who's all tied up in, like, the duvet, he wakes up. Yeah, he sees this. Basically, she's talking out loud to herself about... She, she's trying to wake uh, Tachibana up after she knocked him out. Yeah, and she she's talking... Basically, she's talking to herself about how, how... Did Hongo, you know, do this to all these people and, you know, yada, yada, at which point he gives... He, like, wakes up and gives her the well, side he, eye. I, I think it showed that he was kind of awake but faking it. Yes. And then he... And this is when he decides to, like, try to, like, trick her. Yeah, and he starts like, pretending he's a victim, and uh, you know, you so know she Hongo, and she's like, "Yeah, he killed my father," and she says his name, and then uh, he, she, he's like, "Who's your father?" And she says, "Who's her father is?" And she's like, "Oh, I knew him." Yeah, and, and I, I have, have proof. proof yeah. that Hongo killed him, which makes me think is just like, what would she say if she like? It's like oh, in my mind, I'm like, you didn't open up with that when I uh, yeah. when I mentioned Hongo. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. He's like, untie me. But at this point, does she just think that the fangs and the masks are like the face paint is just like a choice? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I think at this point she thinks Hongo has just got all these people knocked out and she starts, I don't know, experimenting with their face. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, so she tries to un, uh, she's unties him and this is when she's got her face turned away and he has the fangs pop out, mm-hmm. which look a lot like white runts. Yeah. I mean, really, imagine... Like the, the banana runts? Yeah, kind <laughs> of, yeah. Just imagine really big bleach white runts, banana runts, yeah. Which kind of probably actually is more realistic to what they would actually be like, because they wouldn't be nice and smooth and stuff like that. They're, no. They, they're really rough. Yeah. I mean, normal people's teeth aren't nice and smooth. <laughs> they're they're kind of like walrus tusks, but yeah. really small or Because thin. they kind of point, point out straight. Yeah, like if you, I don't know if you've ever seen that gag that... Japanese people do with their chopsticks. Yeah. With, yeah, kind of like that. But you I can mean, tell they're just kind of in there in their upper lip. But I mean, if you can't put bad special effects aside, <laughs> I mean, first off, you shouldn't be watching anything yeah, this in the is 70s. <laughs> but um, like the thing is, is like even even we were when we were watching like the Raywall and stuff like that, it's obvious special effects. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not you know marvel cinematic universe no. type stuff it's like yeah that. they're not going to spend ten thousand dollars per it's like, person per episode but the thing is is like that's where the suspension of disbelief comes in and that's where the fun of watching a show mm-hmm. and like using your imagination maybe yeah, just let it just <laughs> i mean people are like well it, it takes me out of it i can't i'm like when you read a book Right. You're actually just looking at words. Yeah, there's. You'd no be like, I can't enjoy this story. It's just words. Yeah, this, <laughs> this letter A is much too times New Roman for me. Yeah, this, this book is just words. There's no way I can enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when that is used as an excuse, I'm like, that's just ridiculous. What right. are you doing? So she gets totally attacked by. Uh, 
Well, it, it cuts out to the out back to the hallway, and ha- and Hongo's coming out with like the keys, like flipping the keys into sound. Right, right, right. Screen. Because it starts with the, with the guy lunging at her, but you don't really see anything. Yeah. And then he hears her scream from the outside, and he runs in, and now it's straight up Batman. It, I'm not. <laughs> You're straight up Batman. Not the Batman, but it, it's just straight up Batman. This is when we kind of realize that it was the guy transformed. Yeah, yeah. That's when it starts to make sense. So makes me think that like maybe all of them had normal human forms. Yeah, because I, I think at some point it also goes back to Shocker, right? It goes back to Shocker and it's talking about how uh, the Batman just woke up or he showed back up. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, but, popped out of his trance. Yeah, uh, shock, uh, he's revived because this is also when um, uh, Hongo comes in and Tachibana wakes up and the yeah. Batman's there and he's holding Ruriko. And he's like, Hongo, take a look at her neck. And it shows that he bit her. Mm-hmm. And this comes to the, the back and forth where she's going to die like her traitor father. And this is when also the leader's voice starts just piping over. Yeah, the over the... Not, I, I, I hate to say intercom because it could be... He might as well be, you know, from space. Just Yeah, and he's talking and he's just like, okay, your father was a traitor. And this is kind of when she realizes that she worked, that he worked for Shocker and Shocker killed him. Yeah, and so basically in in one episode... The entire subplot of her mistaking Hongo as the killer is totally erased. I thought it was... You thought it was going to go on forever, didn't you? Yeah, at least halfway through the series. It's just like, dang. That's, well, I guess that ties back into what we were talking about with it not really knowing where it wanted to go. Yeah. Because, I mean, if they knew that's what they wanted to do with the story, then it would make more sense to have that dramatic tension carry on. But this was just like, oh, we're done. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I think what it, it might have been, they want, they're like, okay, well, she's she's actually a pretty good actress, and we want her more in the show more, but we don't want her as an antagonist. Yeah, the, the entire time, for sure. Because they're like, oh, this could be get really irritating. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and basically this whole time that she's getting this, uh, you know, typical James Bond villain thing about what's going to happen to her, she's also transforming, like her, her body's starting to get those splotches. Yeah, uh, uh, he says that if you want me to cure her, mm-hmm. you have to come with us. Basically, they want to finish tra- transforming him. Yeah, they still want him. Yeah, because he's, he's he's good. <laughs> yeah, and so um, he's... <laughs> I love Hongo. He's just like, well, how do I know you're not just lying? Yeah. He's like, prove, prove, it. To, prove it to me that you can cure her. And this is when um, Batman uses his like control powers, and he wakes up one of the other guys, mm-hmm. and he tells him to use his left claw wing left wing claw to like stab himself and that's right so basically he walks up and uh just walks over to his wing impales himself on the swing claw tusk nail the virus comes from his body he also has the antidote is like Mm -hmm. another part of his body and so hongo's like uh okay well i know what the cure is now it's a clever (laughs) and that's when tachibani i don't even know exactly what he said but and this is where Tachibana just jumps in. Yeah, he says something along the lines of, All right, well, now it's my turn or something like that. And he just rah, basically bum rushes this thing. And he grabs Ruriko uh, away. What a badass. And then uh, they jump out of the building. Yeah, him and, yeah, him and uh, Hongo. Uh, uh, Hongo just tack, dive tackles him out of the building. Yep. The roof. This is also he transforms again. Right, because, you know, he jumped out the window. Yeah, so he transforms, and then they're fighting on the roof again. Mm-hmm. And this is, and then some other Shocker soldiers come in, and this is where I start to, this is where I was talking about how the, uh, the art house feel of it, and yeah. stuff like that. Because at one point, uh, uh, Hung, uh, Hongo throws a guy off the building. Oh man! And then it just like it cuts away to just like someone splattering tomato paste yeah, over it's the very floor. Clearly, <laughs> tomato paste. You gotta love it, and it's, especially because the. But it's very dynamic because like. 
It's at night again. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, Common Rider is very muted colors. Mm. Himself is. His outfit is. The bat is very muted colors. All the soldiers and stuff like that. So when that red shows up, it really shows yeah, it's up. Yeah, So I, a couple things I thought were funny right off the bat is, you know, he's on top of the roof, and these soldiers are coming out of the background. It's like, where could you have been hiding? The only thing <laughs> behind there is empty space. Yeah. None of these goons They're have crawling off the outside of the wall or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, so that means they must have been waiting and just I can imagine them just hanging off the side of the roof, like, okay, deep breaths, guys. We're gonna be here a while. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get the jump on him. And yeah, so he throws this guy off the roof and splat into into a paste. And I'm thinking, wow, this is some imagery for kids. I don't even know. Is this was this technically a kids show at this? It, time? it was like Saturday morning. Yeah. So just imagine that, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah just but yeah, it was like they didn't have much in the way of special effects and budget. And so they do almost this like abstract of showing that this person's dead by yeah, just throwing some just paint splashed. on the ground. <laughs> so and I don't even think that we would do something like that for kids these days. It's no, we would not. Like, I mean, you're not even allowed to to, sh- to shoot guns at people in shows. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, And so they have this, you know, the typical common rider fight where they're. Attack the goons, then attack the Batman. He does the writer throw, which the is the first time he does throw. a uh, a named attack. Yep, and uh, he does the writer throw, and the entire screen gets covered in red paint. Yeah, so basically, you see him chuck the Batman off of a he does roof. A writer throw, and he does like he jumps off of the side of the something or other, and then yeah, then does like, a kick or something. Yeah, like so that. He basically, they go up to the upper roof because there's this. It's a roof, and then there's a thing. I want to say maybe the water tank is there. That's that's the doorway to get out onto the roof. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're on top of that. So he's even higher up than the ten stories now, and so he does a his super jump because he jumps extremely high, <laughs> and then he chucks the the Batman. And I'm thinking the whole time like, Batman, you've shown yourself being able to fly, yeah, and you're gonna die to getting thrown off a building. <laughs> that's your way. That's how you want to be remembered. Yeah, <laughs> but um. And then it cuts to Hongo, and he like scratches Ruriko with. He just ripped the claw off. Yeah, the, just ripped the claw off the wing. And he's got the claw, and then he scratches Ruriko with it, and then she gets back to normal, and mm-hmm. he's just like, okay. And then he does it to all of them. Yep. And they're all waking up fine and stuff like that. And then uh, uh, Hongo's just like, okay. And he starts to leave, and Tachibana's just like, wait, I mean, she knows now. You don't have to be on the run no more. You don't have to like leave. And then he says something which is funny because. I'm pretty sure she doesn't know that he's common rider. Right. Uh, he says, "Well, that's her feelings are great. That's I still worried about my so yeah, the, 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 my body and stuff like yeah, that. Still cyborg. So they've kept that from episode one. Yeah. So he's 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 still worried about like hurting people. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to him driving off in the sunset. It's kind of like his uh, thing. Yeah. His his incredible Hulk moment from the the live yeah. action show where it's. Instead of him walking away slowly with a backpack to hitchhiking, it's him driving towards the camera on a motorcycle. Yeah, and it's always like he's doing this really. He's, it looks like he's trying to dodge stuff, but there's nothing to dodge. Yeah, he's there's just nothing driving. in his way. He's, he's, he's just he's just messing around. <laughs> he's just chilling. Um, and this is uh, and that's the end of the episode. Another voiceover about the fact that he's yep. the only one going for shock. Uh, so I will say this. I feel like maybe this is the week that Hongo goes from number one to something else. Because <laughs> it's much the same. I don't really feel much growth. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird that he's ate up about being it at the end of the episode. But at the start of the episode, he was totally happy with winning the... the well, uh, he just really likes riding motorcycles. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> seems like you're on your, if, as long as you're on your bike, everything's okay. But do I still like the character? Yeah, I just feel like... Uh, 
I feel like maybe uh, I was really uh, so. Uh, well, let's go with uh, Saka Sugoi. Okay. So, what did you not like? Okay, what did I not like about it? Um, well, like I said, I thought they ended the subplot with Rico a little bit too soon. Like mm-hmm. maybe at least one more episode, depending on the, how long the series runs. It's like a 50, 50 something episodes, right? Forty nine episodes. The original common writer lasts ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, ninety eight episode run, and you you ended this subplot that's supposed to make him. Oh, there's a lot of things that happened through those ninety eight episodes, but yeah, yeah, yeah it, it just seemed too soon, too soon. Yeah, and so I mean, I there's no telling what they they thought. Mm-hmm. They might have thought that like you know we're gonna get like twelve episodes in, and that's it. Yeah, that's might, true. That's and true. And then we should. We have a lot of plans. Let's do these this really quickly. We'll learn later in some other episodes that like some real life things happen that affect the story. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, they have to okay. they have to readjust and do things differently. But um, but we'll get to those when we get to those. Yeah. But um, so that changes a lot of things along the way. But uh, so what I didn't like is I did think that it did rush a lot, and then so this is an thing about the era but like this easily could have been a two episode story yeah for sure and just like it could have ended on a cliffhanger of like him realizing that this him being told that the virus is incurable yeah that would have been a good cliffhanger moment i think and because you had added you could have added more creepy at the first like if you needed to pad that episode to make it full length you could totally have done it there's so many spaces it's it's more creepy you could have had some like more things there could have been like multiple attacks happening through town right so much more room as far as the the scenes changing to add uh, context some creepy children yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i mean there's a whole apartment building and there wasn't one kid in there right yeah it's a bit like we could add some kids attacking and stuff like that Yeah, it wasn't declining birth rates weren't an issue at that time yeah so that was that would have been my only problem is like i mean that's just the thing of like 1970s mm-hmm. you know there, everything was a standalone episode um but i did like that they did have the uh, so sugoi I, I was really enjoying the fact that they did have the voiceovers that kind of just punctuated me like okay so this is this is what's happening so you don't forget I yeah mean, the reminders i didn't like it the first time i watched it but also i watched them like it was like 20 minutes since the last time I saw the episode. Right. Yeah. Cause you're watching, but this is actually back. a week away. Uh huh. And so I get that feeling more. Yeah. And that's, it's going to really change how I feel about the show because mostly when I watch the show, I watch it in, in binges. Yeah. Binge but it. when like, I'm watching it as like, it was supposed to be, it like really changes it. Yeah, I agree. I, and I think what I like the most, um, well, I'm a big fan of horror, so I kind of like that they, they so far, both episodes have had a bit of a horror element to yeah. it, uh, which I thought was, you know, when I when we first were talking about this, I had no idea. I wasn't expecting that at all. I mean, am I creeped out? No, not at all. But I like it. <laughs> there was a whole thing about the fact that, like, uh, they were talking about how horrible it was that they that all these people had just lost their free will. Yeah, yeah, because that was that, a big part of the episode, and that's a that's a, like it seems a big part of like Shocker versus everything else. Yeah, like, the Shocker series. is about like domination and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you can see like that through the Nazi elements and the uh, just the way it, it feels. And stuff. so now we have to uh, see how the writer ranking is. Yeah, the writer ranking. So as it sounds right now, going from fourth place up to first place. In fourth mm-hmm. place is Common Rider Devil. Third place is Kuga. Second place is zero one. And right now at number one is uh Common Rider Hongo Ichigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm gonna keep it as is for now. Because there hasn't been much to show you different. Right. But I I feel like I just have a hunch. I feel like Godai is going up on this one. I feel like he's gonna he if he's not one he might be 
two, and then we'll see if uh, if zero one makes it. We'll see if, uh, and also you get the first full episode of correct double. Of, of double in this Finally rotation to, to wrap that up. Um, so yeah, I feel like this week it's changing. I and feel there like might be some things that happen along the way. If anybody's know when we come across seven tornado, you might just might just like lower people down just to spite. But um, because <laughs> there's some bad episodes. I mean, yeah. there's I mean, there's well, thousands of episodes. There's got to be, yeah, be bad episodes. I'm just saying since there's really been no changes for Hongo. And I was talking about last week how I felt like zero zero one. Um, I feel like he was going to make it over um, Ichigo anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just one of those. I'm just going to stick with my man. I think I even said. Yeah. So this time I don't know. Yeah. Because it's like. It was 1970s in the second episode. It was pretty much the first episode, but again. Yeah, this first episode, light. Uh, yeah, I, or, or you could even think of this as the second part of the first episode because yeah. they cleared up that whole subplot. And as if you thought of it as a two-part episode, it wouldn't seem that bad if no, they cleared up that, that subplot plot. Yeah. Where now she's just a member of the team. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, so the intrigue I had for the character uh, is kind of gone now. So it yeah. has to build that back up through, through repetition. So. Yeah. So next time we are going to watch the second episode of Kamen Rider Kuga titled Transformation. Transformation. Okay. Which is interesting because we saw one in the previous episode, but maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, I know what it means, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe actually all of the episodes of Kuga are single words, which is actually, a, uh, yeah, all the episode titles of Kuga are just one word titles. Hmm. And um, most people don't know this, but uh, that's how uh, almost all. There was one or two, but that was how all 10 seasons of Smallville were. Wow. Just single word titles. They would do two word titles when they were two part episodes. Okay. Yeah. So it would be like crossing lines or whatever. I forgot what it was. And it would just be that. But other than that, all 10 seasons, it was one word title per episode but yeah so i didn't realize that i actually didn't realize that's what it was for kuga until i looked at the list you just here, made the connection yeah so this is uh episode two transformation or in japanese hench hench oh now see now i get what you're saying yeah. all right all uh, right yep well guys we're gonna wrap it up here if you have any questions or comments about the show you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail or if you just want to give your own opinion on some of the stuff we were talking about, you can hit us up on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Plus, we have additional information on our website, fanboyopinion.com. And uh, you can listen to us for sure on Spotify and hopefully on the podcatcher of your choice. If we're not on it, please let us know. Uh, we'll try to get it there. Also, it'd really help out if you rate and review us. That being said, I hope you had a great time. I know I did. As always, I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.